0: And now, from the University of Chicago Institute of Politics and
1: CNN, The Axe Files, with your host, David Axelrod.
0: Three times in his career as a State Department diplomat, Jeffrey D. Laurentiis has been stationed in Havana, Cuba, the latest as our de facto ambassador uh, to Cuba amid these historic changes in the relationship between the United States and that uh, country, I had a chance on a visit to Havana with the Institute of Politics to sit down with the ambassador and talk about how Cuba has changed and what the uh, change in U.S. policy will mean to both countries. Ambassador, uh, you're now in one of the most consequential postings for the country because of the changes that we're we're, uh, going through here. But... um, it's probably not something that you would have imagined uh, at the beginning of your career. T- talk a little bit about how you you got to this point and uh, your, your life in, in this world.
1: Uh, sure. Well, well uh, first of all, I would say it's a, it's a privilege uh, to be in this position now uh, as we're trying to forge this new relationship between the United States. Uh, and Cuba, in a way, it, it, it feels like it's something I prepared for um, from the beginning of my career, not, frankly, by design, but but just because I started my career here in Cuba uh, in 1991. Um, I had thought about entering the Foreign Service uh, with visions of uh, Prague and Budapest and Berlin dancing in my head, and lo and behold, they sent me to... You Savannah. studied
0: for this. You... you- you went to your your college and your post college. Yes, I I, post-
1: I went to the Georgetown School of Foreign Service, and I, I did a graduate degree at the uh, S- uh, School of International Public Affairs at at uh, What attracted uh, you
0: to that in the first place? Uh,
1: it's hard. It's really hard to say. I, the, the vision I have, uh, and I'm not even sure it's it's accurate, uh, was of walking into the kitchen one day. Uh, in my house when I was about 10 or 11. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Orange, Connecticut, just mm-hmm. outside of New Haven. And, and I walked into the kitchen and I said to my parents, you know, I think I want to be a diplomat when I grow up. And the image I have is, the, is my father's newspaper, just sort of coming down, <laughs> looking at me. And this was, this was my father, the engineer, who was a very, very precise, specific uh, uh, kind of guy um who thought it was a very strange idea um my mother always being a lot more transactional um said well okay you have to study hard and she Mm -hmm. turned to my father and said well now uh where should he go to school then you know what what about Georgetown who who do we know uh who who went to Georgetown so um it really started there I don't know if it was a book I read a movie I saw uh just a, a fascination with foreign places but but that's uh where the idea came I had a Couple of great history professors, in uh, professors, teachers in in high school, who were very encouraging. Uh, I wasn't sure myself back then if I had the right temperament, or I wasn't necessarily this grand extrovert uh, that in the movies diplomats always always seem to be. Yeah, but
0: diplomacy actually but, favors right people who are a little bit introverted. So,
1: um, so I got a lot of encouragement. I, I, I wound up at at uh, at Georgetown. Um, and then went on to Columbia. Uh, I frankly didn't have a lot of success uh, with the Foreign Service exam to begin with. It took uh, not quite double digits, but it took me a while. But uh, you stuck with what you do in that I intervening. Said, uh, well, which year? Um, I worked. Uh, I, I worked at um, the mayor's liaison office to the United Nations uh, in New York City. I worked at the Chase Bank Foundation, uh, and and I also worked at the Council on Foreign Relations. Frankly, and from there, so I, you were I you were circling you the, were circling. I was circling your goal. right, um, and and at that point, I was I was already into my 30s, and a number of people, ex foreign service officers, uh, uh, said to me, oh, "You're too old. You shouldn't do it." Um, but others were very encouraging, and so I, I took a deep breath and said, "Well, why not?" So. I entered uh, at the beginning of '91, and came,
0: three came months here later, to Havana.
1: I was here in Havana, which, of course, I, I found to be a, uh, an extraordinarily fascinating uh, place. Um, I saw lots of interesting things. I saw lots of difficult things. Uh, it was it was during the special period. I saw uh, a, a lot of um, suffering. The special um, period. The special period was the moment when uh, Cuba lost all of its support from because the, the Soviet, Soviet Union, Union collapsed. Yes. Right, and uh, it was a difficult time for them. Just um, to
0: put this in perspective, how much of their how much of their uh, GDP was. Uh, Direct subsidy from the Soviet Union It was a substantial. Yeah, I,
1: I, I believe uh, it was something to the tune of, of six billion dollars um, a year uh, in, in support of one kind or another. Mm-hmm. And 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 during this period, and, and I'm not, uh, maybe the numbers are a little bit off, the the economy contracted by something like twenty-five percent or or a bit more. But but I, I was here. Uh, I remember I was driving to work the day the Soviet flag came down and the Russian flag w- went up at the at what is now the Russian embassy. Uh, I saw a lot of um, folks from the uh, former Soviet Union uh, leave the country. It, it, it was a it was a significant period here. Um,
0: yeah I want to make a prosaic analogy but uh, you know Detroit had, was completely reliant on the auto industry, yeah. and uh, when the auto industry uh, suffered declines, and of course there, was, there were other factors there, but when those factories went away, uh, the whole city, uh, this, this country was a, essentially a client state uh, in many ways.
1: It, it, the result, of course, is, is that um, there was uh, there were a lot of blackouts. Uh, uh, there were, uh, you know, there, there was hunger. There was difficulty uh, um, uh, distributing food and so forth. It was a, it was a tough time, and and this is also a time when they began to experiment with some economic reforms. Uh, some of the very very small. Uh, businesses began to develop, uh, uh, much smaller, of course, than now. But but um, these reforms were born out of this very uh, very difficult period. Uh, so so it was a it was a very interesting time to to, to be here. And as how a, were
0: you received then, as opposed to now?
1: Well, it's it's hard to compare, really, because of course then I. Um, I was a consular officer, so I was mostly doing uh, uh, visa work and and interviewing candidates for refugee status and and, and this sort of thing. I didn't have that much um, uh, contact with uh, official uh, with officials at, at the foreign Ministry. Occasionally, it was um, it was better than uh, uh, perhaps my my second time here, which was a, which was a different phase. Um, but our uh, relationships and, and treatment has really gone up and down. I, I, I do remember in, in one instance, um, I, had, I would meet some folks at an event that our public affairs officer had every other Friday or maybe it was once a month. Some Cuban journalists would come, some folks from the foreign ministry, uh, uh, some think tank, uh, uh, um, folks, there were some young, um, uh, analysts that were doing some interesting work, uh, uh on the, on the econo- uh, economic side, and I had the opportunity to meet some of, uh, some of them, um, some were quite open, others were a little more, um, standoffish, but, but, um, I, I did at that time, which has been helpful now, make some friendships, which I, which I still have, um, uh, and because in later times it was more difficult, in fact, to, uh, to be in touch with them on a regular basis. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I suppose um, if, you, if we fast forward to the next time I was uh, Yeah, this is your I was third here, posting. So this is my third posting. So uh, when I returned in 1999, um, well, we had had this very uh, ugly uh, incident with the shoot-down of the Brothers to the Rescue Planes in in 1996, um, uh, uh, and uh, we had uh, uh, we had passed the Helms Burton uh, uh, bill, the Libertad Act, um, and so I think the official,
0: which was a very aggressive piece of legislation. Uh,
1: I I think it, it it, but but the result here was that uh, I think folks on this side. Essentially, instructed everyone to you know, keep their distance and 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 um, uh, you know to to freeze us out a bit, if you will, or at least those who were here um, uh, with the it, it, in- intersection at the explain time. Explain
0: what Helms Burton does.
1: Uh, well, it's a it's a, a, a complicated uh, uh, law, but um, there are there are several um, uh, aspects uh, uh, to it. Um, uh, it involves uh, further restrictions on the on uh, on economic side. It sort of tightened the uh, embargo. Um, it also um, uh, made it difficult for there was there are extraterritorial aspects to the law that um, uh, that the Cubans found particularly difficult. But uh, but you know honestly, following uh, the shootdown. Um, uh, 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 President Clinton was presented with uh, an overwhelming majority of both houses of Congress that had signed this law and he believed it was an appropriate response um, to that incident.
0: And it, there's also some conditionality about uh, what Cuba would have to do to right. relieve right. the s- sanctions that the Cubans also probably found uh, right. uh, onerous. onerous to, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess that's a, the best way to put it. Right. So so it was a tougher environment that you came back to. It
1: was a tougher environment, although uh, uh, let's remember too that following the visit of of Pope John paul um, uh, President Clinton had uh, had uh, adopted some new measures uh, expanding people to people contact uh, uh, and uh, and remittances and and so forth um, in response to the to the Pope's Call for uh, Cuba to reach out to the world, and for the world to reach out to uh, uh, to Cuba. So this was in something like March of ninety eight. So it was also a more hopeful uh, time. We thought th- there might be uh, opportunities for better uh, uh, for a better relationship. Um, but, but then, uh, at the end of 1999, we had this um, uh, episode with the young boy who was rescued at sea, Elian Gonzalez, mm-hmm. um, and that, mm, well, that created the um, plaza that we, he- we see here in front of the um, uh, intersection uh, uh, back then, now embassy. It used to be a, a, a green park that essentially led all the way down to the old monument to the, to the main battleship, and it was turned into, into this plaza uh, by which to uh, permanently um, advocate for the return of, of Elie and Gonzalez here. So that, that really changed the dynamic uh, significantly again.
0: You know, um, as you travel around here, what is clear is that um, a lot of the fervor, Uh, Of the old revolutionaries that's carried forward has been defined by uh, defiance of the United States and uh, Repelling what was perceived as the threat from the United States to to uh, uh, You know to essentially overtake Cuba change its system and so on
1: It's very much part of the narrative right
0: and continues to this day uh, how much of an obstacle is that uh, to your work here in trying to normalize relations?
1: Well, it's a process. Um, I, as as I've said repeatedly and many others have said, uh, uh, normalization is a very long and complicated process here. Uh, there is certainly uh, a narrative here. Uh, uh, as, as you describe, there are some folks, uh, I'm sure, who are very um, skeptical, who may be uh, uh, view um, uh, the uh, Americans just changing tactics to achieve uh, uh, the same yes. the same thing um,
0: Well uh, and Raul Castro who has, is ushering in some of these, he sort of made that point in his speech to the to the party right. Congress uh, right. recently and, and and he said we you know we're not naive we know I mean essentially he he played to that. That suspicion. We, we heard, I'm here with a group of students from the Institute of Politics at the University of Chicago, and we've met with some of the old revolutionaries who, you know, who are very clear that they think that this is an effort, at could be an effort at subversion.
1: I, I think the bottom line, though, is that um, most people uh, in both countries um, uh, believe that this is the right thing to do. They certainly favor the steps that uh, uh, President Obama has made, uh, they think that uh, normalization is the right direction to go in um, for the benefit of, of both peoples, uh, to uh, and and also to to, to provide um, uh, a better platform, a better mechanism to make our views known. Uh, uh, um, Sort of openly and, and and so forth Cuba Cubas for Cubans to shape uh, Cuba Cubans have to make decisions about their own countries but uh, I, I think in the president's address he was pretty clear about what he thought um, uh, uh uh, folks here ought to think about in in uh, moving down that uh, down that process. He did it in a very uh, respectful way. He was able to in effect address the entire uh, Cuban nation. I think this is certainly one of the benefits that this new uh, uh, which was, which is was uh,
0: which was a uh, really a historic uh, absolutely. breakthrough
1: absolutely. I thought. Honestly, I thought that it was, it was a masterpiece and, uh, um, Were you
0: surprised that they allowed him to speak to the country?
1: No, no. Um, it was, it was a request made initially and, and there was no, um, um, uh, you know, they, they, uh, consulted and, and, and came back and agreed and, um, uh, President uh, by then former President Carter came and essentially had done the same thing uh, in his address um, So so I so was I, I, I was I was there was some pressing
0: do you, you know um, In fairness, you have to you have to because you are a, a skilled diplomat Part of that job is really trying to understand the uh, point of view of those with whom you're dealing um, there is this freighted history between Our countries. There were efforts to undermine the Cuban regime. Uh, Some, you know, there was the Bay of Pigs, and and there were covert actions uh, that uh, are now no longer covert. Um, So there is some. If they're suspicious, it's not without. It's not without grounding.
1: Um. Sure. I mean, we can we can go over uh, uh, go over history. I, I would say there were many mistakes made on, on, on both sides, um, but I, I, I honestly think the, the important thing now is is to look uh, forward. Um, uh, the, the 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 president came, I think, which is a, which is a um, very strong testament to the importance of uh, uh, of this normalization process and and, and moving it forward. Uh, and I think there are a lot of things that we can cooperate on now. Uh, 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 again, we've made it pretty clear that that uh, Cuba is is for Cubans to shape, um, and and we've also you know laid down our our uh, our views on the importance of listening to different voices, of of uh, of not being um, uh, resistant to uh, different points of view. Uh, look to the future and um, and and we'll see how this goes uh, going forward. That's,
0: that's sort of diplomatic speak for human rights, is it not?
1: Sure. Uh, uh, we, uh, f- for us, uh, the protection and promotion of of civil and political rights, um, these are universal values. this is this is something that we believe all peoples uh, 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 should uh, should be able to enjoy and and express. Uh, we make these views known everywhere we go we'll continue to advocate for them and and we believe with this uh, uh, normalization process with the establishment of diplomatic relations we now have mechanisms where we can um, articulate those advocate for those directly uh, and and in effect to the right um, uh, uh, to the right folks um, and and publicly sometimes when 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 we have to
0: do you think uh, the Cubans have made any progress on this in this area uh, of human rights?
1: Well, is look, it the same?
0: You know. Is it has, have you seen a qualitative difference from the first time you served here until now?
1: I, I would say that um, uh, folks have. Um, there's more space. Um, you hear people um, expressing their views in a more um, open, uh, open way. Um, uh, there are still difficulties with those uh, uh, sort of strong advocates of, of uh, freedom of expression and freedom of assembly. Uh, uh, there's a, a troubling trend in terms of short-term uh uh arbitrary detentions and and, and so forth. Um, uh, I think it'll take a long time uh, to to sort these out. On the other hand, there are there are many uh, uh, human rights defenders here um, who uh, feel strongly, not everyone by the way, but but uh, many who feel strongly that that um, the, the, the president's actions, this change in policy, this, establishment of diplomatic relations in fact does give people more space um, uh, uh, to articulate uh, their views and of course on the economic side there's a lot more uh, space in terms of what uh, people can pursue and so forth. well
0: do you what is your uh, level of contact with human rights activists in the country?
1: It's um, ongoing. Um, uh, we are in constant, Contact um, with that community um, and and with representatives of that of that community, uh, and we're uh, in constant contact with a, a, a growing number of other uh, uh, communities, official and and non uh, non official. Now that we're an embassy,
0: you know, one thing you hear from uh, from from Cubans is that you um, know uh, the that there's a kind of uh, uh, moral relativism in that, you know, we've for decades uh, moved toward normal relations with China, uh, and China is uh, certainly their human rights record is, uh, is, is deeply, deeply troubling. But they're a bigger market, they mean more uh, uh, to us, so we had more of an, is that a fair, is that a fair argument?
1: I, I, I'm not so. Uh, there's some merit to that argument, and 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 uh, folks, um, folks have certainly uh, made it. My, you know, my own my own view is that um, uh, you know here in the hemisphere we do have uh, uh, what's called a, a, a democratic charter uh, uh, coming out of. Uh, uh, out of the OAS, and, um, and, and so uh, th- that, I think, has played a factor. But, but I, I, I think the, the, the bottom line is that um, the policy we had in place uh, 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 toward Cuba was, was not working. Uh, it was time to make a change. Um, it was also and, predicated and, in a different era, wasn't uh, it? Right. I was. I, I was just going to say the Cold War is over. Um, uh, uh, the agenda for the hemisphere, uh, uh, our agenda in the hemisphere, uh, was being disrupted. So I, I think the steps uh, we've taken have has also. Uh, contributed to to more of a, a unity of the uh, of the Americas in the hemisphere. Now there are many challenges in the hemisphere. I don't mean to say everything is uh, uh, is is uh, terrific. But but uh, again, um, our own sense is that um, uh, engagement uh, is is a much better way for us to advocate and promote our uh, interests and values and to uh, help. Uh, uh, the Cuban people to provide more space and opportunity for them, and frankly, uh, more um, opportunities for the American people as well.
0: Ambassador, let, let me ask you about what the um, about the challenges for the Cuban uh, regime uh, in terms of ushering in these economic uh, transitions, um, and and. Uh, the political implications of these as well. You know, we're making a long-term bet, and the president has discussed it, that uh, more interaction with the world, more integration in the global economy will lead to um, reforms in Cuba and more human rights. Um, That isn't necessarily uh, in the interest of uh, the regime here. Uh, So how do they manage... Uh, that transition and how do you how do you maintain the sort of socialist nature of uh, of your country, the values that they the the revolutionary values, and uh, usher in you know the the, the, the kinds of uh, economic opportunities that the global economy uh, provides.
1: Well that, that so you, you, a,
0: that's those are two questions actually. Right. I'll, give you a, and uh, I'll
1: give you a diplomatic answer and say it's probably a question b- best addressed uh, uh, to, um, uh to, to 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 my Cuban um,
0: but colleagues. As a, but and, as I am unlikely to get that opportunity <laughs> yeah. I'm asking you to I, I, tell I, me what they would say I,
1: I I will what I've heard them say in various meetings is that um they they do want to reform they want to. Um, uh, that it's a, a, a country in in transition, at least uh, uh, economically, um, and they kind of have to. Uh, they they want to uh, better integrate themselves into the world economy. Um, they they want to. They're not interested in the market economy. They say they're interested in perfecting the 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 model um, uh, the model they have. They obviously want to sustain some basic elements of uh, uh, of the system they have in terms of education and and health. They want to retain state control over certain parts of the um, uh, of the economy, um, but at the same time, we are seeing uh, uh, I would say promising developments uh, in the non-state sector, or private sector, uh, where up to. Twenty-five percent of the workforce now uh, is engaged. Uh, there are also some uh, interesting developments in the cooperative side. They're testing new models, some of which look very much to me like a private cooperative you'd find in the United States. Others are are more, let's say, traditional or more compatible with the the system they currently have. So. So they're they're trying to develop, um, uh, if you will, a, a, a new model, um, and they're they're, for they're
0: they're you you mentioned the other day they're they're searching the world and they're looking at Vietnam and sure. China and elsewhere sure. for sure. Uh, what for working examples,
1: right? But I I, 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 I Heard them uh, uh, in response to a question: "What is your model? What are you looking for?" The, the the response, at least I heard from a fairly senior official, was: "Well, we're going to create our own. We're certainly looking at these various other, uh, but we're going to uh, you know move forward and." We met with a,
0: a number of Cuban economists, and they were very candid. I thought about the fact that they understand the values and goals they have. They're not exactly sure how to achieve it yet, and they're sort of feeling their way. Is, um, is that part of the reason why they seem to be moving very deliberately? Uh, this is not like someone flicked a switch and. There's a ton of commerce coming in here. No,
1: and again, they, they've they've made uh, many uh, public uh, uh, comments to, to, to the fact that they are going to move uh, slowly and cautiously. They certainly don't want to uh, uh, make any mistakes. They they certainly don't want to uh, generate some significant uh, uh, economic dislocations along the way. Um, so uh, so they're going to they're going to move at a very um, a uh, very deliberate, uh, uh, but but very, very cautious and incremental uh, pace, I think.
0: When the revolution occurred in the late 50s, it occurred at a time of tremendous economic inequality in the country. There was great wealth, and there was great poverty, and there was high unemployment. Uh, there was
1: also a very strong middle class, uh, which, which um, sometimes gets lost in the shuffle, but... Mm-hmm. but anyway but keep but going.
0: but the well, well the essence of that was that uh, uh, the revolution was predicated on the notion of egalitarianism that people the the notion of entrepreneurism uh, se- fights that in some ways in that you know you 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 strive you reap the rewards of your efforts and that's what i'm puzzling about how do you how do you maintain that sort of egalitarian Nature of your society, and at the same time encourage uh, entrepreneurism
1: right. well, it's 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 something that they're going to have to uh, have to work through. It, 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 in the meantime, though, uh, at least from from our perspective, you know, when the when the uh, uh, president was here, uh, we organized uh, a, a meeting with entrepreneurs that, that there were also. Uh, some representatives from uh, some of the state enterprises and, and uh, some of the uh, uh, cooperatives, which actually was quite useful because they were all able to uh, mix and mingle, which they don't necessarily uh, uh, normally do, but, but uh, we were also trying to highlight the importance of entrepreneurship and, and, uh, uh, and, and the private sector, only because we think it's a very effective form very effective um, uh, engine for growth. This is the phrase I was looking for, um, uh, and and a very important one. And and it's also an area where our two economies can overlap, uh, and 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 we can do uh, more. Let's uh, let's remember this 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 whole process of engagement is to is to expand people to people contact, to expand information coming in and out, and and to expand. Um, uh, some some commercial uh, a- a- activity, um, and and there are I think lots of opportunities going forward. Uh, 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 again, to 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 provide uh, more opportunities um, for um, uh, for Cubans uh, going forward.
0: Is Cuba prepared for some of these opportunities? The you know the secretary of transportation, as you know, you were probably involved in this decision. Just uh, approved uh, six commercial airline uh, uh, applications right. for right. service to Cuba, uh, and not just to Havana, but throughout right. the country. Some of these airports are relatively um, undeveloped, Right. Um, so the notion that uh, Cuba can simply say, yes, we will receive these, they've got a lot of work to do just to make that feasible, don't they? Sure. Sure,
1: and um, I, I, I think that's certainly a part of their uh, uh, their decision making uh, uh, going forward. Uh, but but sure, there are there are uh, challenges that they're going to have to uh, work through um, uh, to be uh, ready for the, the the growing demand. And I, I I would say it's not just a, a uh, a growing volume of American visitors, but uh, uh, others from 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 other countries too now who are uh, uh, perhaps taking a, a, a second look with the with the policy changes. That well, you we see hotels address.
0: going up all over yeah. Havana here, so yeah. they're and their tourism is is up substantially even right. now. Right, um, right. But
1: which but, which by the way is another uh, boost. I don't mind saying to. Um, to a lot of the small businesses in terms of people renting rooms and and restaurants and taxis and and providing um, other services to um, uh... uh... to visitors to uh... you know in in our case to uh... people to people uh... travelers those here on, on on purposeful travel and all of this i think has uh... benefits
0: it does go back to the question that uh, i raised before that you won't answer for, I think, good reason, because I don't think you want to be presumptuous. But, um, you know, these kinds of things create winners and losers, and the, those who are most industrious are going to benefit from these opportunities, and those who are less industrious are not. And by by definition, that creates some strata, stratas in your economy, and that's a, that's got to be challenging. There's this other issue that I raised, which is one of state control, and... Um, you know, this has been very much a centrally controlled uh, government since the revolution uh, by two two brothers, essentially, uh, at the top of that, um, the Castro's. Uh, there has to be um, apprehension about um, ceding some of that control over the economy and. The political implications of that, uh, and one of the manifestations of that is the Internet, uh, which has been a great democratizing force uh, around the world um, because it allows for the free flow of information. They've been slow to embrace uh, that. How much of that is an infrastructure issue, and how, how much of that is a, a sense of concern about what a... Uh, what free-flowing information would mean for a one-party uh, state?
1: Well, I think uh, we would certainly like uh, uh, to see the island lit up, if if you will, in terms of of uh, uh, extensive uh, uh, internet connectivity. It's something that uh, we've been pressing uh, the uh, uh, our interlocutors on from the very beginning. It was it was part of the. Uh, initial um, uh, agreement that started all this back in december of two thousand uh... two thousand uh, uh, fourteen that that uh, uh... you know they would look to expand the internet and we've seen um, uh... some efforts on the part of the government uh... to uh... Ensure connectivity i think fifty or sixty percent by twenty twenty they've expanded the wi-fi uh, uh hot spots they've lowered the price although it's still quite expensive we'd we'd certainly like to see that um, accelerate we we agree it's very important and that and that without access to uh, 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 to information people won't reach their you know creative potential and and so forth so we think commerce and and I'm just gonna say important. and with commerce uh, uh obviously they, they they want to encourage Foreign investment and those those coming in uh, uh, will expect that um, as um, uh, uh, as a given uh, as a basic uh, service.
0: But if you're a government and a and a communist party that has essentially controlled uh, all the public discourse, the the news media, newspapers, uh, the notion of uh, of, a, of an entire country of people who can access any information. Uh, they want is a is a daunting proposition, is it not?
1: Um, uh, to that, all I can say is that we 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 would encourage them to embrace uh, the technologies uh, uh, that are uh, available. We've opened up our own telecommunications sector. Uh, uh, to um, encourage uh, I- I- encourage that and encourage, agreements and there have been some offers, US haven't companies. there? Hasn't Google
0: and others well, offered to help uh, we'll, there, there, help been, them wire there, the country? There have
1: been uh, sure, and 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 there have been some uh, agreements. Uh, we have several uh, telecommunications companies uh, providing roaming and data uh, uh, services now, um, but before last November or October. <clears throat> if you had a you know what is it Verizon or Sprint uh, I think T-Mobile now too has has just announced um uh you, you couldn't use them here now uh now you can so so we're certainly doing everything we can to uh uh I- I- expand this kind of uh uh, um this kind of opportunity if you will th- th- this kind of connectivity because we think it's it's very important not, not just in Cuba but but everywhere
0: but their but their view probably you know they one of the great grievances you hear is that we still there's radio Marti that that and and, and a, a television uh, station as well that's beamed onto the island from the US. Uh, that uh, they view as subversive, an effort to undermine the admin. If that is subversive, uh, surely the the internet has to carry some risks as well. I only raise this. I know you're limited in what you can say about it. I only raise this because it does it does speak to the level of complication that is involved in these transitions that the Cuban leaders are trying to. Work their way through.
1: Sure, they they they've certainly indicated publicly they that they view the internet as providing many good things, but also uh, uh, offering some some negative things. And 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 they're working uh, working through that.
0: It seems to be something that younger Cubans really hunger for, though.
1: Yes, indeed, and 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 there's a lot of creativity we see in this area where in a in a. Environment, which has its obstacles and and challenges, people are learning learning how to maneuver um, uh, around it, if you will. And so, so you've got some very um, creative and innovative uh, activity uh, uh, going on um, here, um, which is very and you know, very interesting and, and very encouraging. And watch. there
0: are some bloggers who sure. who are uh, sure. who've been allowed to right. continue their
1: yeah no there's quite a bit of activity in the blogospheres and uh, uh both uh um, uh, uh pro government you know, less pro government anti government uh, uh shades of gray and, and and so forth so there is there is more uh activity uh there but but you know there ought to there ought to be a lot more
0: we were talking about the generational uh Differences and how fluent young people are in the internet and so on. Uh, there also, it's also. It struck me when uh, the president was here that uh, he was born uh, a year b- before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, he, uh, his, he's the first president who wasn't alive when the revolution uh, took place. There is a bunch of Cuban leaders uh, who uh now are uh, not of that age, even though the Castros are still here, uh, but 90 and 80, 84. Um, what, what is the impact going to be when they pass and you have leaders who are uh, of a newer generation and didn't live some of that history? Uh, will, they, will they be more forward-looking? Um, and what, what will the pace of change be?
1: I, I think they're they're very good questions, but they're very difficult to uh, uh, to answer. That's why I ask uh, a wise man like you. You're right. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I think it, it, it it's hard to say. Um, I, I, I imagine uh, uh, the leadership here is 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 planning for a a, a smooth um, uh, transition, one that will uh, uh, continue things. We should point out Raul forward.
0: Castro has already announced that he's going to step down in right. in uh, right. 2018 right
1: in in, in February of, uh, of 2018 and and I, you know uh, observers uh, uh, diplomats and and others here will be watching very carefully um, uh, how this you know how this all uh, moves uh, uh, moves forward
0: mhm but your assumption is that there won't be any sort of radical lurch in policy.
1: Um, m- m- my assumption is that uh, they will uh, uh, try their best to uh, ensure a, a, a smooth uh, a smooth transition going forward. Uh, but it's it's um, it, you know it's very hard. Uh, How to much predict. does
0: the Castro persona? I mean, it's it, it, you know extraordinary. The Sort of iconic presence of Fidel Castro is everywhere, and genuine attachment to him as a fig- as a sort of founding father of the revolution. Yeah, a historical figure. Right. Um, how much how much uh, authority does his does just the Castro name lend to the policies? one one person a one a f- uh, person at the university said, you know, we're lucky we've had. Fidel and Raúl to explain these policies clearly to us, so we understand them, uh, and so on. W- will the absence of the Castros uh, change change things in a dramatic way?
1: Uh, well, the 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 change, I suppose, I, I I can say for sure, is that is that the the, the new leader, uh, uh, whoever he or she um uh will be uh, uh, won't have the same uh, last name mm-hmm. and and you know beyond that I, I, I'll let uh, uh, those who have uh, lived here and experienced it uh, um, uh, offer their uh, views and predictions of of uh, of what the impact of that will be.
0: You mentioned earlier that there is a regional impact to uh, this because Americans might ask, well other than uh, creating perhaps a tourism destination and some, opportunities for American industry. Markets Cu- too. Yep. But Cuba is a small country. Sure. Um, but there are broader implications of uh, normalized relations with, with Cuba in the region. Talk about that.
1: Well, I, I, again, I think we're, um, we're talking about two countries 90 miles apart that um, ought to be Uh, cooperating in a variety of areas is a matter of course for the benefit um, uh, of both people. So if we're uh, um, law enforcement uh, cooperation, environmental cooperation, health cooperation, the Cuban Minister of Health was just in Washington, they signed an MOU uh, agricultural uh, uh, cooperation, um, scientific issues, all all, all of these things that I think are are beneficial to um, uh, to both people. And as We work with uh, in in the region to generate greater opportunities for all citizens and work on the broader uh, challenges that we have. Um, uh, I think it was it was important to try and and uh, diminish this irritant to that uh, uh, ability to uh, uh, to cooperate. So so I think it'll be easier to uh, to move forward our whole agenda. Uh, in the, in region. the region, and and the the response from the region has been uh, extraordinary from mm-hmm. from the very beginning. I mean, nothing but um, uh, but but positive um, uh, reactions, uh, you know, from from uh, uh, friends and allies and 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 others w- with whom we have um, uh, more challenging uh, relationships. This, it was something. It was time to bring the Cold War to an end. Uh, and, and, again, to start to work uh, more as, uh, um, as a hemisphere on the common challenges before us.
0: It, it is um, all of this, uh, there's one big overhang that you'll hear and you hear every day, I'm sure, which is the embargo, yeah. which continues. Um, how, how much of a hindrance uh, is that in terms of taking the final steps and uh, achieving kind of relationship that uh is possible
1: well the 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 president has has uh uh called for the embargo to be lifted uh we've seen a number of uh uh, new uh, bills and things introduced uh along those lines again uh going back to the initial idea of engagement this is expanding people to people uh, expanding flow of information and expanding commercial contact this fits in uh, very much uh, uh, with that uh, to provide opportunities here uh, and 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 there. Um, so we think it's important uh, uh, that uh, that the embargo um, is lifted and, and we see some of these contacts. It will, again, provide more opportunity for the uh, Cuban people. Um, and and presumably the things you have
0: done is create some momentum as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, and the regulatory changes, I think, were, we're designed to spark some uh, uh, contact for us to get to know the system, for each system to get to know uh, each other better, to start making these kinds of... Of connections, but but I also think, frankly, they could uh, uh, do a bit more here too to um, make it less difficult to open a business. um, uh, Going back to uh, greater access to the to the internet, I think this too would uh, would help um, this uh, uh, this process of 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 normalization. Has has the president
0: exhausted his executive? options here as or is there more that he can do
1: well um, uh, I, I, I there's there's you know there may be uh, he's come pretty close mm-hmm. I, I, I I think to the um, to the threshold and and you know we'll see going down uh, the pike toward toward the end of the administration um, uh, it becomes more and more difficult to make these chi- kinds of changes as we get uh, closer, but you know depending upon how things go there, you know, there may may be a possibility for some additional um, Either ways to to perfect the um, uh, The changes that we um, uh, we have made already uh, And 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 perhaps explore some others
0: well, let me finish by asking you about uh, a note that you got the other day in the wake of the Orlando tragedy you, you mentioned you got a communication that you found um, is somewhat uh, extraordinary. I don't know if you can be somewhat. It's either extraordinary or not. But uh, but you got a, a letter that was meaningful to you.
1: Right. Well, the well the um, uh, uh, the president received uh, a letter of condolence from uh, from President Castro, which um, I thought was very gracious and uh, and very important uh, for. Uh, as part of the new uh, relationship uh, going forward uh, again the the idea is to uh, is to communicate uh, uh, find ways to uh, uh, cooperate um, and and find ways to um, uh, and mechanisms to to disagree and and uh, uh, and advocate for the uh, for the things that we um uh, uh believe are are I- important but um, but anyway i i thought it was a very gracious gesture
0: and were you surprised by it?
1: um i will say i thought it was a very uh, uh, gracious uh gesture could you uh, have imagined
0: gesture. that uh, in the it, past it
1: would have been harder to imagine it uh, uh many years ago
0: mm-hmm. uh and f- uh, finally optimistic about the future of relations
1: we've uh... we we, we had a uh... our most recent meeting of the bilateral commission which is this mechanism to manage all of the various in, uh, initiatives underway we've set um uh, across uh, we've set, a, 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 a set up a, I would say a very aggressive agenda for the, for the remaining uh, part of the uh, administration uh, We'll meet a couple more times. So I'm optimistic by that in, in, in terms of the, the growing areas where we can cooperate to the benefit of, of both sides. Uh, and I think there's an effort uh, by both sides to try and make as much progress uh as as we can and 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 that uh, that to me is a sign of optimism there're going to be bumps and challenges along the way um, i'm hoping we can uh, uh finalize agreements on a on a human rights dialogue on a, on a dialogue on uh, expropriated properties uh, uh, very very M- soon. Meaning uh,
0: properties that were expropriated by the Cubans correct, in the revolution. Correct.
1: These these things are very are, are, are very important. But but overall, I I, um, uh, I I think we're moving in the in 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 the right direction. Um, and and as I said, both sides. Uh, seem to have a commitment to uh, make as much progress Does Guantanamo
0: as come up in any of these discussions? Uh,
1: we yes. We still the, hold the, yes, the, that the, part the, of the island. The, the, the Cuban side raises uh, Guantanamo um, um, regularly.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, a, that's not a negotiable uh, item for the U.S.? No. Ambassador, thank you for your service, and thanks for receiving our students, and thank you for for this conversation. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening
1: to The Axe Files, part of the CNN Podcast Network. For more episodes of The Axe Files, visit cnn.com slash podcast and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite app. And for more programming from the University of Chicago Institute of Politics, visit politics.uchicago.edu.